welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Friendship. I'm your host, Michelle, and unfortunately we are not joined by Jamie. Now, we do have a couple small announcements, like always, and so I'll just get into those right now. Um, if you want to leave us a review, can, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Anchor or your pod podcasting, wow, podcasting platform of your choice. Um, whatever you choose to do, leave us a review. That would be awesome. Uh, if you guys want to support us, you can start with monthly donations on Patreon. If you guys can't support us financially, sharing our podcast would be great, too. Um, what is the other one? Oh, we have daily lives on Instagram where we talk about a card of the day. Come over there. We have a lot of fun. We just kind of talk a little about everything. <laughs> um, but we talk about what that card means for us for the day and how that card can be implemented into your lives and things like that. We're talking about doing a bunch of other fun stuff on Instagram too, so I'm really excited for it. Anyway, so today's episode is going to be about Wizardology. Again, a witch reacts to Wizardology. I finally settled on a name for this series. <laughs> So we're going to be doing chapter three, the Master Wizards Workshop. So this is what this book is supposedly recommending um, your workshop is supposed to look like. So um, immediately we've got a picture of a cauldron over a fireplace, books, window. Apparently there's the tile set. There's that rune again that's sitting there. And then we have the chess pieces on the floor. So this is a suggested um site. Unfortunately, that's kind of not what I have here. I have a very lax, like, I call it my babe cave. <laughs> and that's just kind of, yeah, what I have. Okay. <clears throat> so, it's talking about each of these figures. I'm not sure where figure one is. But it's talking about figure one, figure two, figure three, and figure four. Oh. Oh, okay, here it is. So, figure one, it's just talking about a library. So, figure one is a library. Um, All wizards worth their magical salt have a full library of ancient tomes on my a myriad of magical and mythical subjects, compri comprising everything from dragon lore to arcane wisdom of ancient Egypt. So, it's good to have a little bit of knowledge on you know, kind of everything. I don't think you have to have a ton of books about every single thing, but whatever you're interested in, for sure, have, you know, have your stuff that you're interested in there, like my stuff that I'm interested in. Let's see. I have a ton of oracle cards. I have a fictional witch section, too. I'm very, I'm very, like, particular on how I store my books and where I put my books and how I keep my books. So I have like, you know, like my Harry Potter and my Nora Roberts. Yes, I know. I read Nora Roberts. Sorry. Um, but I have those kind of books and they're in kind of like the same-ish area as the other books, but um, they're just kind of off to the side in a section. And I feel like it's good to do like some fictional reading and you know, that kind of stuff just as much as you do, like, your actual reading, too. So, um, yes, have a bunch of different subjects for sure, but have a lot on the stuff that you study, you partake in. So, for example, for me, I don't really um, partake in Egyptology. 
Um, so, I don't have a lot of books about that. However, I do have a um, tarot deck that is very Egyptian-based. So, I actually have two tarot decks that are very Egyptian-based. Um, but I don't necessarily, um, you know, look into that. I think I probably should because both of them were gifts and I think I should probably do a little bit more research into it. Okay. It says figure two and it has a picture of a wardrobe. And, oh God. <laughs> Um, different colored robes are used in the performance of different kinds of spells and ought to be readily to hand. <clears throat> Smaller versions will be useful if you feel if you if you feel able to bear having an apprentice of your own. What? Okay. Um, first of all, no. <laughs> I think some people probably do wear I call it the garb, you know, of of witchcraft where you have like the full garb on and all of that kind of stuff. But I do also feel that that's not really realistic. It's not really something that you would use. So I do have a robe. Um, <clears throat> and I got it for my wedding because I thought I would want to wear it. But it actually was a really nice day on our wedding. But I got this robe. And it's a white robe. And I thought, oh, I would use this for spell work. I haven't used it for spell work. Um, I might do like a rededication working with it, but I don't think I'm going to actually like properly use it in spell work, you know, be just because it's a lot of hassle to be able to get a robe out, put it on, and then do your stuff. Don't knock anything over. <laughs> I am very clumsy when I have things um, or capes on because I forget they're on and then I knock things over and that's just how I live my life apparently. So, oh, I started figure one and figure two before I even read the beginning part of this. So let me <laughs> just backtrack real quick and read the beginning part of this. Okay. I'm so sorry. Um, the Master Wizard's Workshop. As in a magic mirror, I have... <sighs> Cause many images to appear in this book. Below is a likeness of my own wizard's workshop. If it seems to draw you, seems to draw you, then perhaps you will make a worthwhile wizard, despite my serious doubts. Okay, okay. You're kind of a dick, dude. Like <laughs> the fuck. Despite my doubts, you actually might be worth it. Wow. Um. Okay, so there's another little paragraph here. Were you to have been the usual sort of apprentice, you would have spent nearly all of your time here, being punished for your foolishness, ch chastised for your laziness, laundering robes, stirring cauldrons, preparing potions, researching spells, taking care of familiars, and polishing wands. In order to learn wizardology now, you must follow this process as closely as you are able. It is possible, of course, that you do not have your own workshop, but you have even a tiny corner of the room to call your own. Uh, be sure to furnish it according to the description here. Okay, first of all, do not furnish it according to this description. This looks like, I mean, it looks like a fun workshop, don't get me wrong, but like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? No. Like, that does not seem like something that would be, I don't know, it just doesn't look like it's something that would be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Um, but let's go into that 
description again, real quick. Um, chest has fear lanyards. Um, laundering robes, so doing laundry, which I do all the time. Stirring cauldrons, cooking, I do that all the time. Um, preparing potions, yes, I do prepare potions. I make potions a lot. I, oh my god, I have so many, like, empty bottles. Brandon doesn't know what to fucking do with our bottles, because he's like, do I throw this away? Is this trash? I'm like, no, I can use that for a potion. I make so many of them. Um, researching spells is, like, in the job description. Like, that is a, that is a thing. You have to research. Research, research, research. Um, even researching spells to do your own spell work. If you're going to do your own spell work, you need to know the ingredients that you're going to put in there. Um, uh, for example, if you want to do a money spell, then you'll need to do, like, um, you know, green. You'll need to have... I don't know, time is a good one. You'll have to do, like, all those kinds of things and put that in the, in your research and for your spell. Taking care of food, we'll get to familiar later. We're not even going to talk about that. Uh, Polishing wands. I fucking touch my wand and I will shoot someone. I don't polish my wand per se, but I also don't use my wand all the fucking time. It is great to have, but I don't use it all the goddamn time. <laughs> it's just one of them things. Um, but I do use it for, like, big big working. So, usually I try and do a big working um, every couple of months. And I'll do something pretty large, you know, where I'm sending out really good intentions or whatever. But on the day-to-day basis, like, I do everyday spell work. I don't necessarily write it down. I just kind of do my own thing. And I've found my own thing through it. so now that we've gone over that let's go over figure three which is a crystal ball and this has like a little it has a bunch of stuff you can mess with in here so (laughs) it has the crystal ball and you can change you can like change it by switching like a little paper switch in here and it shows merlin as a kid (laughs) and then an adult and then a poster changes from like night to day it's cute let's see what they say about the crystal ball though a crystal ball Magical mirror or other scrying device will provide invaluable in asserting what the future may hold and what can also be useful in communicating with other wizards over long distances. <coughs> okay, that's cute. Um, I, I'm surprised that they put a scrying device in here and they know what scrying is. Um, but yeah, crystal ball, magical mirror, you can definitely use those interchangeably, 100%. You can't communicate long distances, um, but you can try and see, like, past life workings, fantastic for that. If you're trying to connect with your spirit guides, great for that. If you're trying to connect with another being or spirit, that's great for that too. Um, but I have, (laughs) I don't have a, um, a crystal ball. I really want to get one, and I'm, like, debating, like, what should I get? I don't know. Uh, They're so expensive. Like, half of me is like, yes, I want a crystal ball, and then I'm like, I don't want to shell out that money. (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I'm very, like, torn on it, and I want, like, a, you know, I want, like, a nice one. My stuff that I have is very, like, Instagram worthy, but I feel like it's Instagram for a reason. Like, I'm just that kind of person. I'm an artist. I like doing those kinds of things. That's just how I am. Um, but a crystal ball... Uh, it's one of those things you don't necessarily need. I was at Goodwill the other day, or was it the, I think it was at the Ark, um, but I was at a thrift shop, and they had this adorable little mirror, it was so cute, it was from the world market, and it was perfect in every 
fucking way, shape, form, everything. So I got it. It has five points on it and it looks like a little sun. I'll post it on the gram. I fucking love it. And I was like, I finally have a scrying mirror. I've never had one before and now I have one. I mean, I have the giant mirror that we use at our wedding, but I would not want to use that for scrying. <clears throat> Just too much. Too much. Um, okay, so a skull. Before I read this, you do not need to have a skull. A lot of people do have skulls. I know my brother, his girlfriend, like, she she works with, like, bones and sells jewelry with bones. It's really cool. She sells, like, bone jewelry and stuff like that. It's really fucking cool. Um, but... Uh, skulls you don't necessarily need, but people do have them. Um, while not strictly necessary, cool, I'm glad that that was stated, a polished skull may serve to impress partons and act as a useful paperweight. The older and more mysterious looking, the better you can get it to talk to you if you feel lonely. Okay, um, no. Just no. <laughs> Um, first of all, the skull will not talk to you if you're lonely. That's very strange. Um, and I also don't allow people to come down into, like, my area. Like, it's my area. It's called the Babe Cave for a reason. The only one who is allowed in here is Brandon and Jamie. But, like, I do have other friends, <laughs> and they're not allowed down here. That's, that's not a thing. That is definitely not a thing that is fucking allowed. So, Yeah. So there's another, like, twisty, turny thing. Um, it has a sea dragon and then a ship. And then on the bottom we have, like, a book and you flip the page and there's a shitload of different kinds of dragons in there. It's probably from one of the other books. Probably from Dragonology, the other book that he had written. Um, which is really interesting. <clears throat> I know this book is only meant to be fun, but it's fun pointing out some of the things that are... Um, differences and not differences in here. You know, like the the crystal ball used for divination. The skull, not necessary, but it's a thing. It's fun to point them out, and I think it opens up a really interesting, like, topic of conversation, too. So those are some things that I really like about this book, and I think that it's really interesting and unique. Okay, so page two. Um, first of all, we have a little envelope to open on the desk. Oh, cool. It's one of Da Vinci's drawings. Da Vinci made a lot of drawings in his past, and I believe that one of them was, like, a flying machine for people. And so it's, like, a person with the machine on. It's kind of cool. I love that. That's really awesome. Okay, and then we have another one to open that looks kind of similar to it. Which is another skull, but it's a T-Rex. Maybe the T-Rex will talk to you. I don't know. I don't know how this works. <laughs> okay. So, a wizard's home. Oh, God. A selection of suitable residences. <laughs> okay. You have a cottage, a piece of a broken castle, and then, like, a hobbit-looking house? I don't know. Um, a wizard's home. You should not choose... An abode that is too near to the homes of other wizards. This may vex the local spirits, who will be unable to decide which master they should serve, and will therefore leave the way open for them to make a deliberate muddle of your magic. 
a residence such as a hermit's cell by the fountain or ruined tower near a standing stone an enchanted cave in a haunted grotto or some other place linked with ancient myth or legend would be ideal okay cool um first of all let's 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 break this down a little bit so spirits who are unable to decide which master they should serve spirits don't serve shit okay spirits are their own beings within their own right they do their own shit um, they serve nobody. They will come and fuck with you just because they, they fucking want to. Or maybe they could come help you. Like, it's a, it's a thing, you know? Um, but finding those is difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult. Uh, hermit's cell. Really, 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 really weird. Um, you can live wherever the fuck you want, and if a wizard is next to you, cool, you have a friend. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. Isolation is not very good for you, even if you're a wizard or a witch or whatever. So, yeah, you can live next next to a witch and you'd be fine. I think it's interesting. This doesn't mention anything about coven so far. Maybe it will on the next page. Okay. So, with all of that being said, there's like a little... I don't know what this is. Like, I feel like something's missing. I don't know. There's like a little hole in the book. Maybe my book got a hole in it. I don't know. But it looks like it. Alright. Five. Ingredients. Without a supply of the proper ingredients, the would-be wizard will find himself unable to perform even simple spells. Keep quantities of eye of newt, toe of frog, and freshly grown unicorn horn at the ready. Okay, let's go into this. First of all, you don't necessarily need ingredients to do a spell. I do spells all the time with nothing. Um, just intent. Intent is like the only thing that you need. As long as you've got your intent, whatever that may fucking be, and it's clear, uh, you can do a spell. The shit that you have, like the wand and all that nice stuff, that's just what it is. Nice stuff that you can use to, you know, get your, your whatever you're wanting from this, uh, you know, whatever your intent is, the wand can help you focus that energy um, a little bit better if you're not very good at meditating or, you know, maybe you're just trying to get something done maybe a little bit quicker. There's different ways to go about it and, and, and do it like that, but, you know, magic just naturally is, it's just intuition and... I mean, it's not intuition, it's just intent. And by having your intent and having a clear intent, there you go. You don't necessarily need ingredients. However, it's nice to have ingredients. Um, the other thing is quantities of eye of newt, toe frog, and all those kinds of things. <clears throat> little history lesson. Back in the day, witches were known as the healers. Because they didn't have doctors back then. Like, way, 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 way back then. They didn't have no doctors. So, what witches would do is they will write down the ingredients that they would use for a specific kind of um, potion that they'd give somebody to like cure fungus or help with a cold or something like that. And so by writing those things down, um, they had the potential for somebody to come in and steal their workings. And then another witch across the way, or another doctor across the way, would potentially have their thing for the cold or fungus or whatever. So to hide that, what they would do is they would call it like eye of newt and toe of frog and 
those kinds of things so that if somebody came in and looked at their book of like let's see how we cure the cold or whatever it'd be like what are you talking about you need eye of newt you need two toes of a frog like yeah they it would just be really confusing for them and they wouldn't get anything you'd have to crack that witch's code which would take longer which would give that witch more time to be able to change it or add things or whatever but that's how it worked back in the day and that's why they called it the that kind of weird stuff okay <laughs> rant over <laughs> okay figure six fire apparently you need a whole fucking fireplace in order to be a witch <laughs> i did not know this a fireplace or ingle nook is that how it's is that what it's called over in europe is an ingle nook <laughs> i hope i'm saying that right that's fucking cool i love how europeans like say shit it's so much fucking better than america like who wants to call it a truck <laughs> what is the truck called oh man i forgot what a truck was called now i just sound stupid <laughs> Oh, a fireplace or inglenook equipped with a cauldron is a necessity for a wizard who takes his ability to create potions seriously. Okay. It is also a good idea to keep a pot of peas porridge on the go in case of visitors. Alright. First of all, once again, no one visits my babe cave. That's how it works. So I'm not going to have your pot of what the fuck ever on the stove. Because you're not visiting. <laughs> um, the other thing is I wouldn't want to have a fucking fireplace just going <laughs> all the time. And you don't put your cauldron over. Like, that's how they used to do it in the olden days. Like, this picture is very um, correct for the olden days, how they used to do it and how they used to cook things. But they use the cauldron for everything. Like, cooking soup and, you know, making whatever if they're gonna have like fried bunny tail i don't know what that is or how you'd make it but like okay so <clears throat> like that's a thing um for sure but anyway like i have a cauldron but it's like it's tiny it's really tiny it's like i think it's the size of one of my oracle decks like she's not that big some people get big cauldrons but i tend to get smaller ones just because I burn things in my cauldron, you know, I, I do things with my cauldron, and I don't need a huge one to be able to do that. And the tiny one is like, what, 20 bucks? Like, that's not bad. Um, I'm, I think larger ones cost like $100, $60, I don't even know. It's a ridiculous amount of money, though. Alright, let's see what this says. This is really difficult to read sometimes. The workshop is the place where a wizard weaves most of his magic. It should be guarded at all times from intruders. I agree with that, actually. <clears throat> um, so that is where I do most of my magic, is here in my babe cave. However, there is some magic I do outside, upstairs in the kitchen, or in my car, or just on-the-go magic. <laughs> That should be a book. Um, but, yeah, it should also be guarded at all times from an intruder. Whether that is physical or spiritual, um, it's good to have physical, like, locks and safety and things like that. However, it's good to also have um, spiritual, um, 
you know, protections as well. And one of those things is having, like, onyx around or I have a banishing potion that I made that I just spray around every now and then and I make it smell nice and I'm just like, banish the shit, banish this. And that is how I do. So, yeah, it's we are going to be going over some, like, safety and all those kinds of things, like safety on the internet, safety... Um, <clears throat> just when you're doing magic in general. So it will be very, very, very exciting, and I'm really excited for it. But it looks like this book is, like I said before, very, very, very interesting. Some of these chapters are a little short, or, you know, a chapter is basically a page. Some of these pages don't have a lot of information on them, whereas some of them have a ton of information on them and I'm very very excited to be showing you guys some of this and just kind of explaining some of the stuff in here so yay <laughs> I uh <clears throat> I will see you guys in the next episode I hope that you enjoyed this episode I hope you guys are enjoying the wizardology series and a witch reacts if you're not um, I'm sorry, maybe tune in next time, um, but send me stuff that you want me to react to as a witch, and let's just see how it goes, you know what I mean? Anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!